Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And you know, if you're watching, we're brought to bring an expert up that's going to share some real wisdom today. Hmm, why did I say that? Some real wisdom today. But for me, because you guys know I never sleep, I want to know if my lack of sleep is messing with my level of success. Hmm, sit right there. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we've got Dr. Elver Kozovic in the house. My buddy, I'm going to call him Dr. E because he's my buddy now. But we're going to talk about wisdom. We're going to talk about up in. We're going to talk about, does Tigo really need to sleep? Because I don't do that that much. Hey, Dr. E, is sleep important? It couldn't be more important. You know, uh, Why? we know this both from, from ancient wisdoms and indigenous wisdoms. Uh, you know, uh, if you look across the world, across cultural wisdoms and, and perennial, things that have lasted for thousands and thousands of years, they talk about the importance, not just of sleep, but the importance of dreaming. And you know, if you don't get good sleep, you're not really dreaming. And the only time you're really dreaming is when you have good sleep. And the idea is neuroscience today tells us exactly the same thing, right? All these fancy brain scans, the fMRIs and the CT scans and the PET scans and all of this confirms exactly what uh, ancient wisdom teachers have been telling us. So sleep critical to a healthy life because our brains just need time to process everything that happened during the day and, and, and start the morning fresh. You know, my brain never shuts off. It's just, it's been that way my whole life. And, and I always have something going on and I find myself, you know, I sleep, but I do maybe four or five hours and I'm always getting yelled at not enough time. You got to get more rest, blah, 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 especially as I get older, but okay. I, I will listen. I will try, but I got to ask you this. You know, how much, you know, importance is it for your brain? How important is it for your value of your level of success? And how important, you talk a lot about wisdom. What does this have to do with wisdom? Sure. Um, you know, there are a lot of brain hacks today, right? You read every day, there's somebody figured out this brain hack or that brain hack or, or whatever. Exactly. Uh, but what I was always interested in, you know, I, I used to teach uh, at, at Yale and I spent a lot of time doing neuroscience work. Uh, and then I ran three different medical device companies. And a couple of these companies, we, we actually used a brain electrical waves, right? Just a little electrode on your forehead, like a little Band-Aid, to measure the activity of your brain. And, and uh, one in particular had to do with consciousness. Like during anesthesia, right, when we consciously knock you out, right. um, are you knocked out too far or just right or not enough to where you wake up in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the surgery? So I spent many years studying about what does it take, what happens when we lose consciousness and regain consciousness, right? Because that's what happens in anesthesia. 
And that's right. exactly what happens uh, or similar to what happens in sleep. And the brain turns off an entire set of processes that we're not aware of. And they just take time, right? You can't, you know, you can't squeeze it in, in a few hours. But so one useful thing to do, for example, is to calm down uh, a mind, is to use some ancient wisdom techniques. For example, in Buddhism, uh, they, they talk about embodiment. So put your mm -hmm. focus and your attention into your body. Because if you're just churning in your mind, that's hard to do, right? Then you can't fall asleep. If you try to think of nothing, well, that doesn't work either. Definitely. Uh, for me, traditional meditation is really hard because my brain is as active as yours, right? If I didn't use these techniques, I, I, I wouldn't sleep but two hours a night. But right. for example, both neuroscience and ancient wisdom have a series of teachings to tell us how to calm down and quiet the mind. And one of them that works for me for an active person and probably on the verge of, verge of ADHD uh, myself uh, is, is to get into my body, right? To get to embody, to see what all is in my body. And, and rather than saying my mind shut off, saying, okay, what's happening inside? And there's a tremendous amount of good information that comes out about, uh, about stress, where's stress in my life, about also about good places in my life, right? What, what's, um, what are helpful resources? Uh, that it was something that feels good, right? If I'm laying on my bed, maybe it just feels good to be snuggled up, right? To be next to my wife, to, you know, feel the right. pillow. So and right. the more I focus on the body, the more it brings me into now and the quicker it is for me to go to sleep. It especially works for me uh, if I wake up in the middle of the night, those are the worst, right? Going to sleep, not hard for me. It's when I wake up at three in the morning and my brain starts churning. Yep. That's what I really had to work and, and uh, you know, because calendar and dates and dollars and details are, you know, projects, people, four kids. I have four kids like that. So you have you have cameras in my house because that was me last night. <laughs> <laughs> that was me last night. So let me ask you this. You know, you've mentioned the word wisdom a couple of times. I've mentioned it a couple of times. What is living wisdom? What is that to you? Living wisdom is basically how do we take the teachings from time immemorial, right? So think about the earth wisdom, right? Earth itself has a wisdom, right? A forest ecosystem has wisdom. Everything works together. If you subtract the humans out of it, things just work. It's a little ecosystem and it works beautifully. Take a river ecosystem, take an ocean ecosystem. There's just the right amount of prey of predators, just the right amount of oxygen, just the right amount of whatever it is. And, and, and we've kind of walked away from that balance. So our, the ancient peoples are keen observers of the earth, right? They figured out kind of how things work and they try to be a part of it in a good way. The indigenous people today from around the world, uh, in literally every part of the world, they have kept their teachings. A lot of us in the Western societies and, and, and you know, in a number of societies, we walked away from the teachings of wisdom. So that's why we call it the living wisdom. Like what is that wisdom that's important today? And how do we live with reciprocity, with courage, with respect, with consent, uh, like that. So this has kind of become your life's mission. So how do we live that way? You know, with all the technology around us, with social media in our faces nonstop. You know, I was in a room not too long ago and there was about 30 people there. Nobody's looking up, absolutely nobody. There could have been a million dollars in the middle of the room and nobody would have seen it because they were all like this. Yeah. So. How do they get back to that? How do they connect? Uh, you start first with your body, like we talked in the very beginning, right? You just you just start bringing yourself into the present moment and and try so many different things, right? For some people, it's contemplative meditation. For other people, it's focusing on their breath. 
For other people, it's exercise. Whatever it is that works for you, that brings you to now, and whatever that connects you to uh, to your body. For me, it's just literally just dropping my attention into the body and saying, okay, what's happening? And I start seeing I have stress here in my arms, in my diaphragm, in my neck. And then as I just start focusing on that, it starts it starts releasing. So step one, embodiment, uh, uh, do that. Step two is to start noticing what's happening around us. To notice what something you've never noticed before. One of my favorite teachers who is at Up and Dr. Ray Blanchard, always reminds us, no, notice something you've never noticed before. Uh, that trains us in noticing new things in our life. And it trains us to start to see patterns. Like I saw a pattern uh, after COVID and after January 6th that I didn't even know it, but I basically got addicted to news. So in the morning, uh, I would check the news and then I would ruin my morning just by checking the news. And no matter yep. which, it doesn't matter your political persuasion or whatever it is, they get paid to deliver bad news to us and to scare us and to confuse us. So I thought, okay, this is a wise thing to do. I'll get my news once a day just so I know the facts, right? But mm -hmm. I don't need to be addicted to this thing. So go away yeah, it'll take instead your of world. It, it's a replacement. Yeah, it takes over your world. And you've mentioned up in a couple of times, so have I, and it's behind you. So what does up in mean? Upend is a new school uh, that I put together with eight of my favorite teachers that I've worked with my entire life uh, for 30 plus years for, for some of them. And, and uh, the idea is I learned from them life wisdoms that I wanted to pass down to my kids and to my friends and to my family. And so I created this school called Upend. The reason it's called Upend is we want to upend kind of the crazy way we're living these days. But the mm. question is, in which direction do we upend it? And one safe direction to upend it with is what's worked for humanity since time immemorial for tens of thousands of years. Love, respect, courage, uh, boundaries, patience, these things that we all know about and talk about, but very few of us build into our actual life. You know, we do these nine at nines and Alan's over there putting up the one minute warning and I know he's cheating on the clock. It hasn't been that long, but we just touched on, I mean, literally this much, you have multiple patents. You, you could have went in a thousand different directions in your career and you've chosen to basically help humanity and help us find our way again. And I, I think that's absolutely amazing. I'd love to have you come back on and we can literally deep dive deep just on up in because that deserves a lot more attention. I love what you're doing. I think it's amazing. How do people find Upend? It's very simple, upend.com. There's a lot of free content, right? We're organized as, as a nonprofit. So it's lots of free content. The idea here is to push things out and teach and educate, collect different perspectives from different walks of life uh, and share freely and then ask people to come and participate in the community and share their wisdoms from their cultures and their grandmothers and their elders. That's amazing. I hope you'll come back. Let's talk about it more because, you know, Alan's cheating. He went and did that nine minute thing. It's not true. I thank you so much, Dr. E, for hanging out with me. And I promise I'll try to get more sleep. Thank you so much. And please do. Uh, it's a request from me as well. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. You know, I'm going to get Dr. E back because we just got started. And if you didn't get the web address, I mean, come on, it's upin.com. But if you didn't get it, you know what to do. Go to tigodirect.com, type in Dr. E, type in wisdom, type in up in, and you will find him. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, stop yelling at me. I will get him back on. And I hope you'll come back next time. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you. Next time, Alan, stop speeding up the clock. There's no way that was nine minutes.